about anything and it'll just naturally lead into the start of it you know what i mean yeah you're right okay cool whatever so hello everyone welcome to the podcast we don't know what the name of this is and that p that i just did i just i see it on the waveform that just spiked Dude, it so yeah no it's good it's good man well so anyway welcome to the podcast um this is really exciting because i've been wanting to do this for quite some time and my buddy neb you know He's good at audio stuff, and I have a voice, so we're like the perfect combination of people. Um, so one of the things I really want to do is just kind of make a podcast, talk about whatever we want. But for now, we're kind of going to be focusing on really interesting topics that are interesting to me, like Smash. Um, and speaking of Smash, we have with us tonight, today, whenever you're watching this, just pretend it's, we're filming this live, we have Ahmed Zinedine, Pink Menace. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Don't clap. I'm insane. <laughs> but um, no, yeah. So, Pink, tell us about yourself, man. Yeah. Anything in general? Literally anything, dude. Like that's the beauty, man. Just like currently, I'm 22 years old. <laughs> I live in the South Side. I have a glass of warm milk. And I sleep at 8 p.m. every uh, night. I'm a Northern Colorado Smash player from Fort Collins. Uh, I've been playing competitive Smash since. 2016, I think, I think, ever since I started uh, my college career, and I started going to the CSU weeklies. So, I mean, that's, that's actually a good place to start. It's like, when did you get introduced to Smash? Because for me, me, the OG Smash, right, like on N64, oh. I was introduced to Smash because I walked into a McDonald's when I was little with my mom, and they had the N64 set up, oh. and I was like... <laughs> Is Link be- beating the shit out of Mario? I want to play that. I don't like, even think I ever saw the f- first Smash game. I was only introduced through Melee. Okay. Which is like we rented it from GameStop one time. Or not GameStop, uh, Blockbuster. And we were like, what is this game, dude? Dude, uh, Kirby has a hammer. Wow. Yeah, I, I think I feel like it's always interesting to hear how people get like introduced to Smash. Simply because the game's like a phenomenon nowadays. But like there was a point when it was just kind of niche. It was like, hey, man, yeah, you, you played Smash? And it's like, what the what's that this game where you can be a fox from star fox and they're like what's star fox I, smash introduced me to so many nintendo series because i remember as a kid playing melee i was like who's the kid who's the guy with the blue hair and the yeah, red here and they just no, no. they speak a weird language i believe like, that's how it, yeah, uh, it probably is you're, like you're that, right yeah. it definitely they, they did that to make a push in the west the for Fire it yeah, <laughs> I think I think originally Marth and Roy were going to be Japan exclusives because of that reason, but then they were like, "No, oh, let's." I, I I don't know if there was like fan outcry, but uh, the, the, it was it was a good idea. To, another to beautiful part about the podcast is we're just talking about our opinions, so we are probably going to be saying like very wrong things. Yeah, dude, snakes snakes down tills frame one. Like, why wouldn't you believe, believe me on that? that? You, you didn't Whatever. That's the beauty of the podcast, bro. Hi, I'm Noth. I'm a mean. Uh, if you guys don't know me, I am currently 24. Uh, I'm a young, gorgeous bachelor in Colorado, and I felt like the fastest way to find a wife is to do a podcast. Wow. At least that's what my mom told. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, I mean, no. It's, um, if you guys are in the Smash scene or <clears throat> have any idea of who I am, you guys kind of know me. I'm, I'm just this guy who wants to create content online. Six foot. Yes, <laughs> six foot eight. Um, I, I go to the gym every day. People just go like, "Dude, are you jacked?" And I'm like. You know, I just, I don't even try. It just happens, you know? So, I mean, yeah, if you ever see me, um, I'm most likely taller than you. Hopefully. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I don't. We start off with lies. I'm sorry, but I'm not actually six foot eight. Like, <laughs> no, but, um, no, I'm, I'm like, now I have to, like, say my actual height on this. No, no. <laughs> I'm five foot eight. No, it's like, but, um, that's the beauty is I made myself sound shorter than I actually am. But that, what if we don't know? Like how, how are you, how huh? Yeah, how, how tall, tall are you? Yeah. I'm six foot eight. Nah, shut, shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we can't and both in, lie. In reality, I'm like exactly six foot. I'm five twelve. Is that Smash player short? I'm just curious. This is a random question. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> out of the out of 
now that I think about it, there's like a huge range of heights in the Smash community, but when I'm thinking about the top 10 in Colorado, I'm taller than both Shu and Bang. But Kronos. I'm taller, I'm taller than Lennon. Kronos is probably the tallest, but he, he's not... He towers over people, dude. Yeah. He's just a big dude. <laughs> I mean, like, technically, Kronos is not top 10 this season, so... Okay, yeah. I mean, we can talk about that a little bit later, though, but... Yeah. I mean, bro, just talk to me, man. How do you feel about Smash? Uh, it's it, really It's really the first game that I decided to get actually competitive with, because way back when uh, I played a lot of League of Legends and uh, I was like you know what disgusting I was like you know what this game is not very fun for me right now I'd like a game where you know I could, there's a lot of self-improvement and I'm the only person that I can blame and then I looked over and I was like I hear Smash is competitive so I joined the Colorado Smash uh, Facebook page and I was like hey, what do they play Brawl these days but it was like right when Smash 4 came out and I didn't yeah. even I didn't even know what the whole thing was I didn't even know people still played Melee Dude, yeah. But um. Then I was. Then I learned. For me, like, so I was in high school, kind of hanging out with Neb and all of our friends, and we were in a club at the time, and like the club was kind of like running a a games night. So we one of the things was like a Smash Brothers Brawl tournament, and we all played, and everybody like we we played, and everybody had like a really great time, and it was it was really casual because we were just having fun, but we kind of yeah. used slight competitive rule sets. I can't actually remember. Um, and an arcade opened up kind of near our high school and our house which mm. was called all that in a bag of chips and uh one of my buddies jay sean and uh matthew <clears throat> they all went over there and they were like were you there too yeah, dude yeah. they never tell me you're there like that's I the thing there. is i i wasn't aware that you were there okay i definitely was there we were trying to figure out but we, we were working with the owners like do a whole tournament oh Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. So that's the thing. You guys came over there and you were like, you guys want to do a competitive tournament, yeah. right? And we were like, okay. What should we call it? Yeah, what should we call Wave it? Wave Dash Wednesdays. Wave Dash Wednesdays, right? So people came and one of the top players at the time whose name was, whose tag was Ace, right? Ace? Okay, Ace, who was the original Johns guy, which I learned, which was really funny. He's the guy who, who everybody made like, you know, no Johns about. So oh. he, yeah, he came Damn. to the tournament and he just demolished and everybody. Like, this is not how you run a tournament. Watch, I'll, I'll help you guys out. That's basically yeah. what happened at the end. He was mm -hmm. like, let me show you guys the proper way to run a, to tournament. a tournament. And then they brought combos, more people. They brought Dan Combos, who was like the streamer, Ooh. and he eventually became the TO, Detta, all the OGs, right? And then all that in a bag of chips kind of became the main hub for Smash Brothers Competitive in Colorado. Hmm. Well, you know, for Wave Dash Wednesdays and then eventually for Glory Fridays and, and stuff like that. So that's how i got introduced to competitive smashes because i was playing brawl and i was like haha this was fun i wish that i could play this with more people and then the guy wa walked up and you know he like he like spread your ass and just <laughs> and you're like welcome to competitive and i'm like okay i'm actually into this now like nothing nothing makes me want to get better at a game more than getting my ass kicked by somebody who knows what they're doing because then i'm just like there's a mountain to climb that's what happened yeah. when i played against gay oh yeah the, ca the, the character that was my first guy i went against in Everybody, everybody goes through that phase where it's like before you get your ass kicked by Sonic and after you get your ass kicked by Sonic. Some people decide to quit the game. Other I people, yeah, yeah, you quit the game. You were like, you were like, I, was done. I hate I was this. Like, I'm done. That's what I mean. It changed me. I was like, I don't. <laughs> I mean, that, that it, I, I think that's like, because that's kind of the same thing for me. Is I got my ass kicked by I think it was Night Money actually because I was playing Melee. Mm. Ooh. And he was playing Falcon, and I was like, I can play Falco, I think. And I'm like, you know, I can barely short hop and stuff. And he's just like doing the moonwalking, running with like Falcon, and like kneeing me and comboing into knees and down airing me and easy, easy. And everybody's like, oh, get him, Knight. And I'm just like, what's going on? <laughs> Wait, you can move like that? Yeah, why is your character moving backwards? Like, <laughs> and he was like, dude, check it out. It's called the moonwalk. And I was like, okay, Smash is way more complicated than I originally thought. And like, from like 2013 onward, I just pretty much, not my life, but like a good portion of my free time became like, how do I get better at this game? Mm -hmm. And like, that was right when Smash 4 came out. And there's a whole joke in my group about Little Mac, which like, I think like, do you remember? Yo, do you remember it was the, Yo, Little so we had this, <laughs> all right, we had this whole joke going on where um we would, Little Mac, Little Mac's and Smash was the punchline. Mm hmm but it got to a point where like we started like really messing with each other we're, like one of our buddies at the time his name was elon he <laughs> he came to us and he was like kind of ru rustled up and he was like dude somebody beat me up on the way over here and we were like wait for real and he's like yeah dude i was just walking and like i noticed he was following me so i kind of went down and i dipped down an alleyway and i realized i kind of like hit a dead end so i was like damn it 
and then he just started swinging on me, dude. And he was hitting me, and he was, he was moving fast, man. I I couldn't stop. We were, we believed him fully at the time because mm. his voice was very like I just got beat up, right? Mm. <clears throat> and we were like, dude, for real? Do, do you know what he looked like? Like maybe you can call the cops. And he was like. I just know what he was wearing, bro. He was wearing this pink hoodie. He had green boxing gloves, bro. Little Max and Smash. And we were like, man, fuck you. <laughs> but, like, but like, those were like the jokes going on at the time. And I think it like subconsciously, because I was already like into the idea of playing Mac. I think that subconsciously made me go like, okay, I really want to play this character now. And so like, you know, starting, I feel like the best time to start playing a game competitively is when a new one comes out because you're, you're kind of learning. Eh. At least with Smash, you're learning the game with everyone because mechanics change and the feeling of the game and combos and balancing kind of changes between each game. Yeah, I can see that. So you, it was just kind of, I felt more of an incentive to play the game competitively because I was playing as a little Mac and I was like, not everybody knows how to play this character yet, so I could really be something. And like, mm. I don't know. Give me, give me your experience, man. I'm talking too much. No, you're good. <laughs> uh, my experience with getting into the scene. Uh... Anything, man. Just Smash-related, as far as we're concerned. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The so I think the first like how did I think it was like over the summer when I joined the Smash page and stuff like the summer of 2014 because I graduated high school 2015 and uh, I remember being like, oh man, I wish there was a place I could play Smash. And at the time, like I we just moved from the UAE and you know that like the driving stuff there is. I mean, driving there is not good in general. But so, <laughs> so like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, because I was like, I was 17 at the time. I didn't even have a permit or anything because that wasn't really a thing. So we came back here and I like just got my permit. I didn't have a car or anything. So I was like, I can't drive all the way over there to Aurora, go to ATA. But uh, my high school, um, they had a games club and they had some people that played Smash. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And uh, that was like the first time that I ever like played in a quote-unquote bracket we saw it was sort of just like eight dudes and we were like hey let's make a bracket and play some smash whatever but then uh when i moved up to foco for college uh i heard my cousin already went there and he was already in like the league of legends whatever esports mm -hmm, csu yeah. thing and he was like i heard there was a smash thing up here and i was like ooh and uh <laughs> i went for the i went for the first time like a couple of weeks into the semester and i like met makoto it was actually uh for all the og foco people who may hear this i think my first tournament was also kite's first tournament for those of you who remember him uh ninjis um these are all names that i actually am not aware of like yeah i know all the denver people like i'll see yeah. that and i'll be like oh dude pessimistic bro. yeah so like, kite kite ninji uh i think it was also marco who didn't change his tag until later to kalos but um so like all those people we were all we were all just sort of like oh hey y'all y'all here for smash and we were like oh yeah not none of us knew what we were doing except for soapy <laughs> who was like the uh, apparently a Yoshi legend I didn't even know that back then but he was like the number one in Foco for a while uh, I started playing Kirby because I always played Kirby in every Smash game so uh, that's yeah hence, hence the name the Pink game. Menace because I was like oh yeah Pink Kirby I love Kirby uh, and then <laughs> I mean yeah. it, your tag though comes from like that line in Spongebob though right yeah so Oh, all right yeah. now everybody can know at one time so i can so i don't have to keep repeating it but, uh, <laughs> but every, everybody asking i'm like y'all watch spongebob but uh it's the it, it comes from the episode where they're throwing snowballs at each other and uh i forget the exact line but squidward's leaning out of his window and spongebob is like uh, join me and together we can defeat the pink menace and he points at Patrick and he's just like that's me I was like you know what that's gonna be me in smash Kirby that's me you know um, but when did when did you start coming down to ATA because or if you ever did because like, I didn't I didn't ever go to ATA because like for me right is are we gonna play the clip <laughs> oh yeah pull up the clip <laughs> I don't I, no, you're good bro. I think I tried looking for it on YouTube I don't know if it's there low-key I wanted to click on that Spongebob World War II as a snowball fight because there was like <laughs> like Pat Patrick's in like a, a German soldier hat or something bro seeing that image is so good no uh, I always like to ask people how they got into the scene just because it's really interesting kind of hearing people's stories a majority of the time it's just hey my friend told me about this and I went to this tournament and now I'm obsessed with it but like yeah um I yeah I I didn't get to know any of like the Denver people for a pretty long while I think we might have gone as like a group down to an FGF like once or twice but nobody really knew who I who any of the FOCO people were except for Makoto because you know he was a TO back then and maybe Soapy but um I think the 
the one the one of the first tournaments uh that people were like oh wait foco is actually a thing was uh one of the battery basements because i think that's when i like see it was like right after i seriously picked up samus in smash 4 and then ended up beating uh bang at the tournament with who you know was like the uncontested number yeah. one at the time mm -hmm. so uh everyone was like oh well there's one guy who plays samus and then i was like hey you know maybe i'll go to fgf more because uh, i met everybody here up in foco so you know, they won't be as awkward. I won't just walk down and be like, hey, I don't know anybody. I play Samus. And everybody's like, who the hell are you? But, it, uh, that's like kind of the way that it always starts is like somebody like comes up to a tournament and they're like, I play this character. And people are like, Haha, yeah, okay, whatever, Freeman. And then like you walk away and then you like beat some dude on stream and they're like, okay. Well, yeah, the thing that sucks is it wasn't even on stream. I just remember, uh, I think it was Walrus who was standing behind me. I got, I got an air dodge read down air on bang and he was just like "Ooh!" <laughs> and i was like who are you <laughs> bro bro just talking about that like i love that's something i love about tournaments and it's wild like i feel like because i'm especially with ultimate i'm one of those guys who like i'll play at a tournament and i'll have like a really bad play like i'll have really bad placement or like i just like i just got finessed constantly mm -hmm. or like i didn't understand a matchup and i got bodied and i'm like sitting there and i'm like man why do i do this on friday i could be doing something else right and then like Next Friday, I show up again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you you got you got to fall in order to grow. I know. Well, yeah, of course, right? Like, um, but like the one aspects of tournaments that I don't like never get sick of is just kind of the the people popping off, right? Like, yeah. Definitely. Like recently, oh, I hear the AC booted up. Yeah. You hear it, but the yeah, I don't think the audio does. Um, where was I? Uh, the the thing that I love is kind of like just the the community aspect. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, like Colorado, yeah, I think sure. has a good community, really solid community. We have a, it's crazy to think how big our community is right now, just because you sit down and you're like, yeah, we get a 90, maybe a hundred people on Fridays or we did yeah, right? on, on weekly. Yeah. yeah on that's, weekly. That's a, we're just like huge number. Yeah. We're just like, yeah, that's fine. And then like you look over in like New Mexico or like I was talking, like I was talking to AZ, right? And yeah. It's like, he's like, we get 15 people yeah. on a good day. And, and he's like, if I want to, if I want to win 70 bucks at a tournament, I got to go through like four PR members or something. And I'm sitting up in FOCO with like 60 man weeklies. And I'm like, yeah, I fight Kronos like every week and that's it. <laughs> like Kronos is like the, oh God. But like with AZ, it's like, oh god, oh god, oh god. <laughs> he reset bracket, oh god. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, so it's really funny to like look at other scenes and just be like, holy crap, man, we got a good. And it, it, it kind of happens every time somebody comes out of state. They're always like, you guys have mini majors every week, like mini majors, and we're just like, yeah, we're like, I guess so. Yeah, I, wow, when you put it that way, you're, you're kind of right. People make a killing like shoe. I don't. I don't really know how much first place makes. Like you, you've won FGFs before. Like usually yeah, on like a, a few times, yeah. Like a ninety or hundred person bracket. How much do you usually like? I think the most I've made from an ESF was almost three hundred. And like, and three, that's and that's for like four hours of playing Smash. I'm like, god damn, four hours, three hundred dollars. Oh man, I was gonna do the math in my head, but I'm stupid. Daily. All right. Well, I guess it was it's daily. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People who try to make a living off this, though, it's like you, you got to stay at the top or else you're like, well, now I got to find I never, a job. <laughs> I never recommend it. Like, yeah, in, my, in my opinion, like for me personally, right, tournaments are just a hobby, right? Like if I win a tournament, great, right? But I don't like the idea of like solely relying on it simply because especially for Smash Brothers and just... I don't want to say FGC in general because I don't have experience in other FGCs, but like yeah, I don't Smash... Huh? What's FGC? Like uh, a fighting game community? Yeah, that like encapsulates like Street Fighter, Tekken. Wait, what'd you say? The FGC. Yeah, but say it again. Fighting game. Fight. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, bro. The, yeah, the game fucking game, game community, bro. <laughs> God, the fucking game so community, fast, right? Sorry, yeah. Like, bro, I spit. <laughs> I, I should beat that, man. Like, if I actually had a ghostwriter, man, my bars would be like oh. furious. No, no, but uh, I mean, that's the that's the thing that's crazy right it's like people are like sit down they go to like a, a big big tournament and then they win it and they're like they walk away with 400 like i remember like a battery basement right i think the mm -hmm. winner of that one got like 600 dollars or something close and it was just like you got 600 dollars from playing smash brothers which is really a very grossly simplified version because the people you have to go through to win that money is like stressful enough as is sometimes yeah. unless you're just like you know so above everybody else that you're just having fun hitting the random button and just go you know there's like people that drive state to state right yeah yeah, yeah. utah a uh, best nest is one of our scenes um probably like 
high we, he's one of our highest level players that comes out to colorado often best ness oh. spencer the the actual six foot eight like yeah. chad dude's huge man like like i remember every time i see him at a, it's so easy to find him at a major because you'll be walking around and you'll be like there's best ness and he like just towers above everybody but no he he always comes out and he always he usually does really good just recently like he used to kind of like win a majority of the big big tournaments um he'd have to you know he'd always have really good sets with shoe and like um bang but um recently because we had nico who's a top level shulk come out um best ness has had more of a run for his money yeah um but it overall like probably frequency wise best ness az and i guess i guess stroder he kind of uh, sometimes or was it only that one time i don't i don't ever remember meeting stroder in colorado but also i just he was here for one battery basement i believe i don't think i was at that one maybe oh you probably weren't then that was the one where he, he like he like didn't get any sleep for two days and he still made it to grants oh that he dude stroder is just like when you see stroder play it's just like why am i not like this like, you know but it's like you just got to be a special type of person really understand the game you want to slide over bro slide yes, on sir. in bro, but, brother oh yeah speaking of that you understanding games the way that you pick up games is kind of interesting to me especially with like league because you haven't played it in a long time and you like picked it up again and then you just like climbed the ranks you made it look effortless but i know you're so annoying it's so annoying dude because you're sitting here i'm sitting here (laughs) struggling in goddamn bronze and silver and pink's like yeah maybe i'll play i'll play league again i'll just y'all fuck around with zillion a bit and then he's like today yeah dude i'm in platinum it's like dude all right i hear i hear in the grand scheme of things getting to platinum is not very hard in general i've i've heard i've heard but okay because i mean some of the people i I, some of the Smurfs and whoever I run into, I'm like, God, there's so much I have to keep, be keeping track of. Like, I, I'm like, oh, he had his flash up, he had whatever. So, I mean, I try, I guess I just try to keep track of everything that could kill me. And I'm like, okay, well, as long as I'm keeping track of that stuff, it should make it easier for me to stay alive. But I mean, also, it wasn't, it wasn't just like I was playing Smash and then, you know, I went back to League and suddenly I was good at it. It was like I... I I was playing HOTS during that time too, oh, yeah, yeah. so I was playing, you know, a similar-ish MOBA. Um, obviously not. That's a good point, actually. I'm happy we brought that up. Yeah, I'm, it it definitely wasn't just like, oh, natural talent. Yeah, I'm really good at League of Legends. But I'm just saying, like you. Um, okay, I never watched you play Smash. I'm gonna be honest. But I've okay, seen well, you play. Yeah, like, I've seen you play MOBAs and stuff. But you like, do you have a? Do you notice like a sequence of how you learn things like when you like if you're picking up a new character in league for example or like if they patch something new or i don't know do you have a sequence of ways of like how you memorize or learn things or is it just out of experience like just playing many matches or do you do stuff outside of the game where you kind of like study numbers time like, i'm like frame data right yeah. i'm definitely not a numbers guy uh, like i know i guess the only like a similar numbers thing between the two games is I people in league seem to some of them seem to be like count numbers a lot like damage wise like oh this deals this certain amount of damage yeah I just I sort of just like get hit by something and I'm like that deals a lot of damage I need I, I, unless <laughs> I have some unless like, I have some like magic resist or whatever I need uh, to re- remember that that has a lot of damage and so that I just sort of feel the game out and like like when I was learning Draven I was like okay my basic attack range is a little bit shorter than other marksmen's but as long as i like you know get the displacement and get the movement speed in and i'm in and i'm catching the axes i deal a lot of damage as long as they're not super fed i i can deal he can deal a lot of damage i'm like okay this is where i should feel comfortable with draven or like i mean with the best example is zillion because i've been playing him so long but i'm like uh if that person has movement i walk over and slow them and uh get out of their range because i don't want to be hit and I'm like, do they have a dash or not? If they don't have a dash, then I just bully them, throw bombs at them and this stuff. This is a good but, point right so. here. You see, one thing, like, when, whenever we're talking with you, for example... Can I um, just buzz? I'm sorry. No, no, you're yeah. fine. Whenever we're talking to you, like, you would bring up, like, scenarios in, like, uh, for certain match matchups in Smash. And you'd be like, oh, if this person is doing that, then I'm able to do... You, you, you have these scenarios made up in your head. I hope you don't realize... Not, I, I don't do that when I play games. Okay, I guess that's true, but... Like, you have a great way of, like, imagining the whole physics and the whole engine in your head. And then you, like... 
think of the whole scenario in your head and then it'll either it'll happen or it won't that, that's the thing i, I kind of like because I, I have a feeling like if people are listening to this right because you can never assume people are uh but uh like, I mean, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, right? Like, that, that's the goal. That's the goal. But, like, I know a lot of players are Y'all probably... Like, I know it. Yeah, <laughs> some players are probably sitting down going, like, man, I hope Pink talks about how he practices and how he improves and stuff like that. Yeah, expose <laughs> us. Give us... Oh, give us the secrets. No, but, uh, the... Like, when you're, when you're sitting down and... For example, like, when you first started playing Smash 4, when you sat down and you were playing the game, I know everybody just says you just gotta keep playing, right? But, like... I mean, yeah, but you also have to like be actively be looking for improvements because I mean, my my best example is I've been playing Team Fortress 2 for forever and I am not good at that game like that. I think FPSs in general are like the one genre I'm weak in just because it it, just because when it comes to FPSs, I think it is literally just keep playing the game. It's mainly reaction time. I feel like like Like, like, in a lot of cases. Yeah, reaction time. But man, I like. I play. I have like twenty three hundred hours in that game, which I think is like almost a hundred days straight of Team Fortress. Is. I mean, I've been playing it since two thousand nine, and like year, uh, some some of those hours aren't mine because I took I like sort of took over my older brother's account who doesn't really play it anymore. But uh, like I've been playing that game that long, and uh, I'm just like a mediocre player in it, like at best. Like I, I tried to get into into the competitive scene, and we're playing in like the lowest division because it was like a I think in RGL the competitive ladder is like uh, open, intermediate, advanced, whatever. And yeah, we were playing an open with some like. Adv- I played an intermediate a bit too, but man, the people there are already like crackhead to me yeah. anyway. And I was just like, oh boy, I, I gotta compete with this. Dude, that's why like competitive games for me, I could own. I I feel it in my soul. I could only ever seriously pick up solo games because like. The problem, like, yeah, legitimately, because, like, like, so the reason why is because I, I don't like being on a team, which sounds really gross. It's not that I think that other people hold me back. It's more of I understand that the team wins, not the, yeah, Yeah. competitive solo games. I've I've noticed that because he'll be doing bad in a league game and you just get depressed and I'm like, we're fine, bro. We're winning. And he's like, I'm not though. (laughs) Dude, because I'm like, no, because this is what I mean though. It's because like when, when you're playing a team game, like I'm playing top or I'm playing mid and the dude on the other, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, this guy's playing stupid. No, the dude on the other side is just straight up destroying me. Right. Mm. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, well, I'm losing my lane. And then like, we just see team fights and I just see the dude like the zed dash in flap ult on like r carry and just eviscerate him i'm just sitting there like oh that was me like, <laughs> like uh, i mean if i didn't if i didn't give him those three kills in laning phase and allowed him to roam the map freely getting as many kills as his heart little zed heart desired we would not be in this scenario i mean yeah but so it's like sometimes it uh, just, sometimes it just be like that though you're like Fellas, watch out! I this guy has a couple of kills. He's up on me in CS. I either need some help or I'm I'm gonna do my best. But he he is rough. He is big. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, it's just I feel like in team games, especially for me, when I'm looking to improve, I feel like there's so many variables because it's like, it's like you're not only looking out for what you're doing. A good player in team games needs to understand what his teammates are doing as well and play off of that. Because like, for example, That's jungler. A solo yeah, That's I mean. A good solo queue. Pretty much, yeah. But like, at least in fighting games and in Smash, I'll be like thrown on a ledge, and I'll roll onto stage and get punished, and I'll fly off, and then I'll like grab the ledge again, and then I'm like, all right, now I'm gonna roll. I roll again, and I get up smash, <laughs> and it's like I can't look over and be like, the jungler was getting Krugs this whole time. Why was he not helping me get my yeah, ass beat? Right? Just, it's just me being like, yourself. why did I roll? Like you know. Yeah. So it, it, I feel like solo games for me at least help my my mind is better with them because i don't have to rely on anybody and i don't feel bad when i completely get destroyed and screw my team over because oh god i cannot know starcraft is crackhead to me like we were we were having this discussion the other day about like really complicated games like dwarf fortress and kenji and like Mm -hmm. games that are just they're just they're for people who have fetishes for numbers like Tell me I'm wrong. No, okay. You'll sit down and you'll be like, every single limb, every ligament on my body is a data point. <laughs> oh, like, like that. That's like that's like dwarf fortress. Like every finger has like a stat yeah, on it and that, stuff like yeah. that. And it's like, it's like you can't pull that gun because your index finger is not level five. I don't think that's actually the case because I've never played dwarf fortress. But like, when I'm looking at like, when I'm looking at like Smash. Sorry that that like just this button there was kind of like flashing. Uh, so the like. 
when I'm thinking of like solo games and like Dwarf Fortress and like Kenshi, right? Like those I think are like crackhead games because you're like mm. sitting there and it's just like there's so many numbers. And then I look at Smash and I'm like, ah, all I have to worry about is the other dude swinging at me. Like I don't have to worry about I don't have to worry about environmental stuff or. Me, Smash looks like crackhead. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah, it's. Like, it's I, I mean, this is interesting. I want to get an outside opinion on what that. Were you gonna I say pink? I was just. Yeah. I, it's it's only semi related, but that's how my older brother looks at Smash. Cause I mean, he he doesn't play really games at all lately. He plays them only Smash. casually. Yeah, he plays like Doom and stuff occasionally and whatever. But yeah, he he's like yeah. The, when I watch you guys play Smash, it looks like it's just not fun to me. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm like I'm like I would definitely wouldn't want to practice a game that much and i'm like i don't even practice what do you mean he's like i don't i but i don't want to think about it that much like i just uh whenever i i sometimes i would come over to these tournaments just to visit uh i mean here and make him uncomfortable so but <laughs> I, I i like to just stand there and just watch your guys's fingers and like I get a hand cramp just watching you guys just spaz no, out. You should watch bro, melee. You should watch <laughs> melee. No, I've seen like, melee too. Don't get me wrong. It's just still like still watching you guys do it. It's kind of like it is weird. I agree. It is weird because like you'll yeah. see like I'll be moving something and then there's like a specific tech I want to do that requires my hand position to change on the controller because that's the way I do it. Like 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 because I kind of do a mixture of nothing and then claw. I, I, hear, I hear that's how Mewtwo King does it too. Like the mixture. Yeah. Because like that because I'll be playing and then I'll be like I, think. I have to hit both these buttons at the same time so my right hand will switch to a claw real quick and i'll i'll flick something while i do it mm -hmm. and then it'll move back to the way it is the problem is i've seen i've i've lost sets because, because you accidentally pressed like, the wrong button. as as i'm shifting my hand i hit b and like my character will just do the up b and i'm like whoops uh oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah that's the choke dude that's the choke literally i mean it 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 does look. I mean, I yeah. If if you watch like competitive StarCraft or something, you just look at the oh, mashing yeah, keys. Dude. You're like, oh god. You, but there's, I think it's more more impressive in StarCraft or like Warcraft three, honestly, because like with a controller, it's like. You, you don't you don't like think of the buttons anymore. You're just like, I want to move like this, and then you sort of just like know what buttons to press. So sometimes you're pressing the buttons kind of fast, and it's like, oh, that's that's a little impressive, but that. It like it stops like you don't even have to think about buttons or anything at that point. So that's probably how it is for StarCraft players too. They're like, uh, you know, I'm skirmishing right now and I want to be building my expansion at the same time. So they just know the hotkey for that or whatever. Honestly, but I mean, when you when you're not already learning that or like sort of used to that stuff, you're like, God, you have to keep track of that. Something I want to actually touch on um a bit and ask you about is like, so competitive games have kind of been a really big part of our lives, which mm -hmm. is really weird to say when you kind of like you know zoom out of us and be like what have i done for the, these 20 something years that i've been alive and like a good portion of it is sitting down in front of a screen practicing on how to optimally hit buttons <laughs> but like but like one thing i always like to ask that's is how like, our parents look at it oh, like, dude, our, <laughs> my, my dad can't say anything like i walk upstairs and i'm like baba you've been on facebook for like eight hours and he's like i worked 40 years i earned this and i'm like okay that's fair like i'm like that's fair baba like uh um so uh I want to ask how has how has competitive games like the mindset for competitive games affected you in like other aspects of your life? Because for Ooh. me, right, like sitting down and really grinding a matchup or sitting down and reading frame data or trying to learn certain things, I've kind of I've applied I tried to apply that to my college life, and I feel like it's kind of helped me in a way because some people sit down and they go like I don't know how to learn, mm -hmm. right? And what I've found especially in smash four smash ultimate i'm kind of struggling with right now but it's also due part to my own laziness of trying to actually sit down and optimize my execution you know but it's like there's just times where it's like you just gotta hit the books right or you just have to lab out something mm -hmm. you can't just sit down and keep thinking about it and that's kind of what i learned kind of applies to real life is people will sit down and they'll be like how do i get better at programming how do i get better at this how do i get better at that and it's like honestly god dude sit down and just hit the book sit down yeah. read this book sit down make programs that aren't going to work and you'll learn from them mm. just you just have to sit down and grind it out but, and i but, but, but how do i get a girlfriend how do i get a girlfriend <laughs> you got to sit down you got to download tinder and you got to grind it out <laughs> you got to grind out your days bro now you walk in and you're sitting there and you're just like so i mean what do you do this isn't optimized like <laughs> Get up and I leave. Like, <laughs> you gotta level up your uh, charming stat. Yeah, I'm sitting there. I'm like learning, and my my friends are like, Amin, how did you get that girl? And I'm like, so when I was at the coffee shop, I tilted my cup three degrees to the left, and she was she was into it, dude. And I've done that every single time. It's like, how many dates have you been on, bro? 
eight. With the same girl? <laughs> no, eight different women. Oh. Sometimes two at once. Oh. You have to optimize these things. Oh, Bro, can you imagine? I know guys like that. <laughs> <laughs> that I like, you said it, I was just like, wait, I actually know something. Dude, you're like sitting that. down at the at the table, and then you get up and you walk to the cafe across the street, yeah. and she's just like, why did you go to the cafe across the street? And you're like, I just like their bathroom better. But you said that to both <laughs> girls, so it's like, man, you, you're really going to the bathroom a lot. What can I say? I think I have a problem. <laughs> okay, so... I, I know, we just changed the comment. All right, continue though. So, how, so how, how is like, how has competitive gaming like affected your life? Um, honestly, I'm not really sure. It's like, it, it's been like five years since I really got into competitive, so I can't even, I can't even like separate the two things. But how about, okay, how about then like, kind of more generalized, generalized question, did like tournaments just the community interacting with people, the people you've met along the way, right? How has that affected your life? Because I can tell you from my own personal experience, right? When I was in high school, I was very much kind of a secluded, I come home and I play Team Fortress 2 all day after class, right? That was me yeah, in, in yep, high school. And then I started actually getting friends, which, which is when I went, I met Neb and I met Jay Sean and I met everybody. And then they introduced me to Smash and then I found out that competitive tournaments and really grinding for something was super fun. Mm. So I started going to tournaments more. And I found that Smash tournaments, in a way, indirectly have made me more of an... Um, not persistent. What's the term? Like, you have the people who are, like, a more extroverted individual. Like, I, I used to be able to sit at home by myself, mm. not talk to anybody, and just do something. Whether it was drawing, programming... Um, watching a movie, watching anime, just doing something I wanted to That's do. A good point, and now yeah. I can barely sit down at home without talking to somebody on Discord. Yeah, I need so social interaction. Like I'll be sitting down at home and I'll be like on my computer watching an anime and the whole time on my second monitor, I'm like, did anybody join the Discord call yet? Okay. <laughs> uh, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I honestly do check the Discord a lot too. It, it, <laughs> it's just like, like, like I feel like Smash has made me realize that I am a people person. I love seeing people. I love walking into a room. <gasps> hey, it's not. <laughs> What's up, dude? Like, it's just like, like before the quarantine started, almost every other day I was hanging out with DAT playing Smash. Mm. And it was less about grinding the game, especially for Ultimate, and more about I want to hang out with these goons, you know? Yeah, that's, so, that's mostly what the, the moon host these last two days has been with like uh, Eric and yeah, Doria. and whoever. It's just like I mean, yeah, we're gonna play Smash, but honestly, it's just so we can roast each other and, and go get food, <laughs> yeah, and talk about what's going on on Twitter and stuff. But like, it, it's just like, have you noticed that that's like at all changed, like the way that your brain thinks about what you want to do with the day, you know? Hmm. I will say it's made me more of a social person thanks to Smash. Like probably a similar experience because uh. Yeah, it was pretty much the same thing where like, I mean, well, in the UAE, I, my friends, I was lucky enough to have friends that were like, bro, get out of your house. Like, I, if you're going to play, for me in Libya, if, like... if you're going to play video games, let's go to the internet cafe. And I'm like, all right, you know, fine. But, uh, but yeah, when I, when I came back to the US, especially because like we lived in Monument before and I didn't really get to know anybody there. But then like we moved to Lakewood for my last year of high school and I was like, I don't know anybody here, but, uh. Yeah, as soon as I started getting into Smash and stuff, I was like, wow, I got friends all over all of a sudden. <laughs> it's great. I've met, I've met like, I'm so thankful for Smash and college, especially because I've met a greater variety of people than I've ever met in my life. Like, it used to just be like, in high school, I walk over and I see Jericho, who's like one of the most active people I know. And then I go to the, the, the gamer table with like Neb, Jay Sean and everybody and they're playing magic and they're just like, bro, this card's got trample. And Ian's like, yo, you know, so it's like, it's just like, it's like, I don't understand this stuff, but it's games. And then we talk about Pokemon and then we talk about this, right? Mm -hmm. But like, thanks to Smash, oddly enough, a video game tournament, right? Yeah. I've met more people who are like, yeah, I'm really into writing. Oh yeah, I'm really into cosplay. I'm really into this. I'm really into that. And there's like, it widened my horizons on like the types of people I've met. Cause now in college or thanks to college, thanks to the Smash community, I can safely say that I know more people in different states than I've ever done before. Like yeah. you could tell me, hey, I mean, we're going to go to the state. I'd most likely be able to be like, I know such and such player there. We can like, we can hit, yeah, we can hit him up, you know? So it's like, it, it, it's really cool 
mm-hmm. and every and it's given me an excuse to travel which i wanted to talk about majors with you for like a little bit okay how, how often have you gone out of state because i've i think i've gone out of state more than you have probably but like you've gone to like genesis and everything genesis the, evo yeah the only the only uh major that i've gone out of state for was uh prime saga wrinkled in the bed yeah i shouldn't have brought that up <laughs> <laughs> you do have an image of that, <laughs> that that's that's something pull i <laughs> do yeah you pull up the image no uh but dude i love the i i that's something i like i like how like <laughs> you and me everybody in the scene just like yeah they're dating and like, yeah okay sure like <laughs> yeah it's that's my husband <laughs> i think like one of them <laughs> that's right lennon uh thanks but, lennon i mean i guess let's just talk about tournaments like what in your opinion is like one of the most memorable like tournaments that have happened in colorado because for me personally it was one of the battery basements it was the battery basement that vash soul jk i remember that one i played against soul at that one yeah where those three showed up that one was really memorable to me because i remember it was back when i was kind of like helping set up the tournament because i was like with jay sean at the time um, and like we would we would always drive up there and do that and Jay Sean would set up the tournament and I just kind of be with there and he'd be like I mean you want to help out I'm like, yeah of course you know mm. came there for a reason and we set up the tournament we set up the big speakers and the big stream and honestly I just want to like say battery basements I think are probably my favorite series of tournament that have ever happened in Colorado yeah, simply because Makoto yeah thanks to Makoto I mean because those ones single-handedly gave me an experience that I was like that the only other tournament that actually ever done that ironically is flat iron three because that was the one with esam and mvd yeah right? esam mvd anti all of them kind of showed up Leffen for that was one. there for melee too yeah. he was yeah leffen was there like and i i that's something that i just because it it was it was a big tournament it not only smash four but melee was there mm-hmm. and i really liked that because you'd walk into the room you'd have smash four people popping off on stream over there mm. and then you turn to the right during like the intermission of like a smash four thing and you just hear <laughs> turn your head and you see like you see some dude getting wobbled on the melee thing and like you yeah. just hear like a, a variety of screams <laughs> of, no you know so it, it was just it was always exciting there was always something to look at and to do and if you weren't necessarily interested in melee you could still look over and be like oh that looks kind of cool yeah. yeah i'd I'd have to agree i think i think the battery basement i don't know if it i don't know if i can pick out a particular i can't they were all quality yeah like, that's yeah thing. like all all of them all of them are memorable for me because like you know there was there was the one where uh i was playing i think i was playing against fisting koalas <laughs> what a what a tag dude. <laughs> yeah it's funny when you Sorry like, to make anybody uncomfortable <laughs> dude, isn't it funny to like say these tags though like uh just a quick quick like thing so you know gay g-h-e-y sonic player we love him he's from the springs a very prominent player during smash 4 i saw a guy that because this is before i didn't really know i couldn't really tell you what gay looked like i just kind of got his general appearance right yeah and there was a guy on campus in denver who legit looked exactly like him had the hat on you know the the his clothing style was the same so i was about to walk up and be like dude are you gay but i had to think about that because you just don't you don't walk up to a dude downtown and be like hey man are you gay like it, it, you excuse can't. me yeah exactly so i like stopped myself but like it was at that point that i was like huh tags can sound really weird when you say them out of context like so i was playing with fisting koalas and it's yeah. like hmm. sorry to continue but yeah so like and makoto walked up to me after the set he was like yo i thought it was funny that you were playing against it was a samus fox up on smash 4 and i looked over and it was the samus fox in melee too and i was like damn Classic. we share a, we share a brotherly bond and also i think it was gumi too which is pretty funny because gumi was uh, gumi was the number one in melee and foco for a while and i was the number one in smash 4 and we were both samus and oh really and, i didn't and, actually know that and, and makoto was like damn foco really is the land of samus it really is but, dude but yeah back to back to battery basement yeah there was that tournament that like for for a couple of them in a row for some reason um freddy aka reptile 14 25 27 you're the only one who i'd think would get that numbers correct i just call him freddy like i don't remember what it's 14 20 something but anyway uh every for some reason every time we it was like three tournaments in a row three battery basements in a row where we would have to play for like top eight that sucks, at, at, at like the same setup too it was like the same corner of the room like the same general area and it always came down to like last stock last hit game three or game five whatever situation and 
like the 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 lights out tournament freddie was like man this will be the last time that we play this you guys had to do it ever, like at the last one too. yeah man, it, it, it was it was like five six seven and the, whatever the last one I, i'm pretty sure anyway we were just like damn it, it's been a ride but that's how you know seating works i guess it was it, yeah the, i even remember how two of them ended i don't know about the rest but one of them like i got a really weird hitbox of samus up air where like the first hit connected and it was in smash 4 where samus is up air you could like sdi it so maybe that had something to do with it but i up aired him and he like fell out for some reason and put him into a ton of hit stun and both of us didn't didn't really know what happened so i just i don't i don't remember if i just charge beamed him or if i just nared or whatever but it definitely was not true but he wasn't he was expecting to take the up air so he didn't do anything and then he just died and he was like damn okay and i we were both at kill percent so if that didn't happen i could have probably lost the set but then the other time uh he was playing sonic and he he rolled into me once and the my basic setup was like all right i'm gonna jump back and i'm gonna shoot beam because he's gonna roll into me but freddie was smart and he was like i'm gonna roll twice and get behind him so i punished him shooting the beam and i accidentally uh, turned the beam around and shot it the other way, so it made it look like I got the hard read on the second roll and killed him. And then afterwards, I was like, I didn't mean to turn that around. And he dude, was that's like, how you take those. You take those. Like, I'll be he sitting. He was like, down. bro, this happened last time, dude. I'll be sitting down. Like, there's a moment I can't even remember. It was in a tournament. I was playing a snake, right? And I was like edge guarding somebody or ledge trapping somebody with like, um, up smash, right? Mm. And my the idea in my head was I was like. Okay, I'm gonna up smash him, and then I'm gonna jump rar back air mm. to just kill him, right? Because he's at that percent. Mm. But the smash ultimate buffer came in, and I just jumped double jump fared, and he jumped, and just the tip of Snake's heel grabbed him and like spiked in the comedy. We're like, let's go! And he looked, and he was like, "How did you know I was gonna jump?" And I was just like. I just knew. Like, <laughs> obviously, dude. Like, I just had a flash yeah. of inspiration. Man. I was just like, like I, can't, I was. I'll be honest. I bullshitted. I was like, I, I just could, like you couldn't have always double jumped out of like you know these scenarios. So I just <laughs> felt like the fair might have caught it. Like, it, sometimes you just gotta take those and like dip. But um, <laughs> that that's the thing, dude. Like uh, that one, Flatiron three, Jay Sean's Odyssey one. Because I think we only got one Odyssey before um the tournament like kind of ended or the did, tournament thought, series ended i thought we got two odysseys didn't we uh i, 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 I there was odyssey and super odyssey right i thought it was only super odyssey uh you know what i'm probably bugging i think there were two because i went i went wow how dare you <laughs> i know we're looking at the screen right now we just see bad characters and like nebuk cloud and, and samus thanks man <laughs> because i went to i went to one of the odysseys <laughs> where i played bang twice i think uh or maybe just once and then, yeah, I didn't go to the second one, I'm pretty sure. Just because I was done with Smash 4, but then I was like, this game sucks. I still love you, Smash 4. I hate you, Smash 4. But, um, the, like, I feel like for Smash Ultimate especially, like, the game got so popular, which is great, because we always want to see more people. But one of the biggest issues I've always kind of run into, and it sucks because tournament organizers have contacted me and asked me about it, and I legit can't give them an answer, which makes me just look like a hater and an asshole. But I'll be sitting there, and I'll just be like these tournaments lack soul like i don't know what it is exactly i don't know how to explain it it like the the my current feeling towards esfs and um there was a couple other tournaments like i guess like the the esf showdowns is like they just felt really corporate like i, I guess i guess i understand what you need what you mean because like the grassroots tournaments you're like all the homies are here it's run by the homies it's it's like so we're, all, we're all just we're all just screaming because we're stupid and There's we love like, smash but then we go to like esf and it's like oh yeah this company is sort of hosting this yeah the u.s army's here to recruit you you can get pizza if you want and you're like i guess like <laughs> and we're all like we all just kind of like disperse into our different friend groups and we're just like yeah this game is uh kind of fun sometimes but <laughs> I, yeah, like I, I don't know it, it it sucks because like i know there was that one, what was the tournament series, Stampede? Stampede, yeah. Yeah, I went to the Stampede one, and I was like, oh, this is okay, I guess. But then I went to the second one, right? Or mm. the other, the, that, the last one that happened before quarantine started. That I went to? Yeah, the one that you 
killed me to get into top eight. I was mad. Oh, yeah. uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, the uh, sorry, it, it has to happen sometimes, man. You can you can never. Not all the homies can be the best player. Like, we, you have to what, kill each what other. What was funny sometimes. is we were, what was funny is we were like we have to pray first, and then we just like fight each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we prayed. We prayed like uh, the hood or something, and then we came back and we were like, oh, who's next? Noth and Pink on stream, and we were like, <laughs> goodbye, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like uh, for anybody who doesn't know me and Pink are both Muslims so we have those five daily prayers yep. and sometimes it gets hard to do them at tournaments so a lot of the time we'll just be like hey man you're in the middle of a set right cool. or you just finished a set you want to go pray bro and it's like yeah okay <laughs> so you know um, and uh, but yeah it, it's hard to explain because I really liked Stampede Stampede felt like a a soul tournament, right? Yeah, like, it like, like it, like b between sets, people were just like throwing a ball at each yeah, other. Yeah, playing soccer and like yeah, I was chilling. like, Damn, this is sick. Forest was like, hey, it was where was it actually? It was like a soccer field. Yeah, it was like it was yeah, a sports it, center. Yeah, a sports center. We literally played like on a so an, an indoor soccer. We did, field. dude. We did, we did, um, we did a. Uh, oh, I was about. To, <laughs> I can't actually say that because like, uh, we we played like pretty much like Arabs versus Mexicans there, but like the terms we used were very inappropriate, and we can't actually say it. But like, that's what we did. <laughs> See, that's the problem, man. Is like when you're all friends, you could say that stuff, but like then you yeah. get on a podcast and you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't say <laughs> sand people or like you know. But um, yeah, Min Min came out. That character sucks. I. Rip. Dude, I hate like I love arms. That's the thing. I really love arms. But Min Min just she's not fun. She's she just punch, punch. I cannot do anything. Punch, punch. <laughs> I cannot do anything. I was literally dimping Dory's Min Min with Dr. Mario. I with, with, Little with, with Dr. Mario's Nair at like fifteen percent, like consistently. I would just run off stage and Nair and I was like, Oh wow, he's dead. She'd be way funner if her upbeat actually grabbed. You can, you can, well, you'll yeah, definitely, sure. we'll let you try her later, bro. But, Pink, thank you for coming on the podcast and being the very first guest. Well, thank you. Of course, of course. It was fun. I mean, honestly. Thank you for having me. It's funny, we didn't have as much conversation as I thought we were going to have. Because like we did, what do you mean? Well, no, it's just like, because we, we just started talking about stuff, right? But, like, it felt, it felt like, especially looking at it, it felt like two hours of discussion felt like it went by really quick. Like, I mean, yeah, but, like it, have, but it was two hours of discussion. Yeah, and we have to edit all of it, too. Um, Like, I mean... Uh, but yeah, man. Any, any closing thoughts? Is there anything you want to plug, man? Is there anything you want to plug? Stream, uh, Twitter page, anything? Like, is there anything you want to plug while you're here? What does that even mean? A closing thought. Well, it's because like some people would be like, "Hi, yeah, I do this." So if you guys want to support me or hit me up, like I'll be on SoundCloud or I'll be on this. Oh. Like people do that, you know. Uh, I don't know if you, bro. That's why I asked. I, I just didn't know what that meant. Oh, uh, I'll be on Twitter. Yeah, at, at so and so. I mean, they don't. They don't have to. I don't. I don't really care. Honestly, such a humble guy. Everybody, give him a hand of applause. I don't. I don't. I don't really care. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't really think of anything. I don't. Uh. All right, everybody. This is Big Man. <laughs> everybody, thank you. For, thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I got to say. Uh.